Welcome to our podcast. You're listening to Behavior That Becometh Holiness, Ladies Ministry. So glad that you joined us today, and we hope you're blessed. Hey, ladies. Welcome back. This is Melissa Cornett. have a little thought that I wanted to share with y'all. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about it's time to shine. It's time to shine, ladies. We're going to be reading from Isaiah 60, verse 1 and 2. And it says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. It's time to shine. And I don't know how you feel, but looking around, seems like darkness has covered the earth and gross darkness, the people. Everywhere you go, there's darkness, whether it's school shootings or the numbers that we hear from abortions or um, the, um, you know, the drug and alcohol environment anymore is just, just sad. And darkness has covered the earth and gross darkness has covered the people. But it says the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. So we're going to talk a little bit about it's time to shine. Shine means give out a bright light, quality of brightness, especially from reflected light. So our our light, the way we shine, is we're reflecting our light off of the light of the Lord. We want him, we want our lives to be a reflection of Jesus. So we need to give out that bright light and it's shining because Jesus is in us. And um, so, you know, I was thinking about um, the story of Joseph and Joseph, he was abused by his family. I mean, just, it was a sad, sad um, life really for Joseph for several years, he was abused and, you know, just by his, by his family. He was stripped of his raiment, of his clothes. He was stripped of his clothes, taken by force. He was cast into a pit, was sold into slavery. I mean, Joseph had rough time. He spent time in prison, time, time in jail for something he didn't even do. He was separated from the presence of men, thrown in a prison for something he didn't even do. He was separated from the presence of men, but he was protected by the presence of God. His story doesn't end in the prison. It's also said of Joseph that he was a famous ruler. He entered Egypt as a Hebrew slave. 
and became ultimately its prime minister. He was the hero of his age, the savior of his country, the most successful man of his day. He shone the light of Jesus. It takes me back to a story of, this is several years ago, and had just some things, you know, just to be honest, I can't even remember what my troubles were that day, that night, but just a lot. I just remember feeling pressured, worries of daily life. Um, and it, it was one of these times. So I got out, it was late at night. I got out just to take a drive. Our kids were still at home and I just needed some time to myself. You know, just a lot of going on in my mind and feeling pressure. I don't even remember what it was over. I just remember that feeling of pressure and worry. And I got out, took a drive to clear my head, to kind of refocus, um, you know, found, you know, just driving around, talking to the Lord, some alone time, you know, that, that I needed with the Lord. I, I felt like that I needed to explain to God that I was getting lost in all of the problems. You know, my situations were so big. I was just, I was getting lost in them. And I needed God to know that like he doesn't already or didn't know that. I, I, I felt like I needed to remind him that I, I, I didn't feel like he knew where I was or that he cared what was going on in my life, which is a lie from Satan. He tries to convince us of those types of things that people, you know, our family, our friends, um, our loved ones, our church family, our pastor, they don't care. Um, you know, and sometimes, sometimes we have problems with people. I understand that, but you know, that's life. But generally speaking, people do care about us. You know, the ladies, you have people that care about you and more than more than your pastor, your husband, um, your kids, your mom, your dad, your, your best friends, your, your tribe, you know, your, your group, your people, even more than that, God cares about you. And Satan was trying to convince me that I was lost to God. You know, he didn't, he couldn't even see me in all the problems and, and stress that I was under. But that was a lie. God did know he did care. He did see where I was at. After I had dominated the conversation with the Lord, I decided I would head home. I pulled into our driveway and I just sat there having my pity party and crying. <laughs> um, sure, I'm not the only one that's had those kind of parties. Um, a lot of times my pity parties, you know, I, I cater them with ice cream and, and French fries. <laughs> But I had my pity party and I was crying out in my driveway, all alone in the car. I just laid my head back on the headrest, turned my head to the window. Just, you know, I'm sure you've been there. We've just kind of laid back and your head just kind of rolls over to the side. And I was just looking out. And when I looked out, I looked up at the sky and it was beautiful, just, just 
sparkling with shining stars, just bright with stars. It was just a beautiful night. And the Lord spoke to me and said, I hung those stars on nothing. I have named each one. And I know exactly where you are. Now, in my infinite wisdom, I whispered back to God and said, as I looked out at the stars, twinkling in the darkness, just a beautiful night, I remember whispering back to the Lord out loud in my car, all alone, tears running, tears running down my cheeks. And I said to the Lord, but even the stars shine. Just that, that line, five words, but even the stars shine. I got out of the car, went to walk into a dark, quiet house. Everyone was already in bed. And the Lord whispered back to me with a question this time. Why do the stars shine? That was my answer. That was what he answered back to me. Why do the stars shine? I didn't have an answer for the Lord. I, I, I didn't know why. Science was not my strong suit. I never liked science. But I remember coming straight in to the kitchen table. And I started looking up. Why do stars shine? Went to my Google. And this is what I found. Why do stars shine? This, is, this was the answer I found. The intense pressure and temperature at the core of a star allow nuclear fusion reactions to take place. This is where atoms of hydrogen are fused into atoms of helium, and it's through several stages. This reaction releases an enormous amount of energy in the form of gamma rays. Now, I'm going to give you my homeschool version of why stars shine. The intense pressure and heat at the core, at the inside, the core of the star, the intense pressure and heat at the core is why stars shine. That's what causes the stars to shine. Ladies, that was taken to the verses and. 1 Peter 4, 12 and 13. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Now I'm going to take you to Job 23. 8 through 10. Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I can, cannot perceive him. On the left hand, 
where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him, but he knoweth the way that I take. And when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. You may feel like that you're daily grind things that you're going through, whether it's, it's family troubles, whether it's, um, you know, financially or, or things with the children or, or problems on, on the job or, you know, the stress and pressure of life, just daily life will get to us. It does. And we just think I cannot take this intense pressure and this heat at my core any longer. I cannot take it. But I just want to let you know that he knows the way that you take, sister. And when he has tried you, you're going to come forth as gold. And like Joseph, God wants to take us from the darkness of the pit to that starry brightness of the palace. He wants to use our trials and tests to make us shine for his glory. You may feel right now that it's just a lot of pressure. It's just a lot of heat. It's just more than you can take. But just be patient. Let me remind you of what the verse, very first verse was that we read today. Arise. Shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. I read this somewhere. Those who have walked through the fire leave sparks of light everywhere they go. Your trial has a purpose. Your test, there's a reason for your test. I don't know what it is. I can't tell you. But I do know that when it's when you've come out of it, you're going to shine bright. You're going to have the glory of the Lord upon you. You're going to leave sparks of light everywhere you go. All this intense heat and pressure that you're feeling right now is for this purpose. For right now, for this place, and it's your time to shine. It's time for you to shine, sister. Don't let the devil discourage you in whatever trial or darkness you may feel like that you're going through or, or the pressure of motherhood, the pressure of trying to be the perfect mother, the pressure of trying to be in the perfect wife, the pressure of trying to be in the perfect daughter, the pressure of trying to be the perfect student, of of being um, the perfect Sunday school teacher, um, the the pressure of being the perfect um, um, employee, the pressure of trying to be the, the perfect Christian. There's a lot of pressures that's on us in this, in this world. But I just want you to know that your time is coming. Your time is coming to shine, ladies. 
So just keep looking up. Just keep holding on. And remember, you're going to leave sparks of light wherever you go. Arise, sister, and shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. It's time for you to shine. Thank you for listening. I hope this has been an encouragement to someone. And um, if you feel like that this is could be an encouragement to someone else, I, I would like to ask you um, to share this with, with your friends and family, whether it's on social media or you just send them a link on a text. If this has blessed you and encouraged you and you um, have a friend or a family member that might be going through something, share our podcast with them. We'd like to build each other up and and encourage one another. And just as always, I love y'all and thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in today. And we hope you join us again here on Behavior That Becometh Holiness, Ladies Ministry. God bless you. And remember, keep smiling.